this is my podcast, uh, Door Door NYC. I'm also on Instagram, same name, Door Door NYC. And um, this new episode took a while to come along, is about identity and reinventing ourselves, recreating ourselves, rediscovering ourselves and our identity um, in our midlife. So I'm 42, almost 43. I hope this is not my midlife point, but it might be. Um, And I've been through cycles in my life where I felt that I was going through changes. Some of them were very big and noticeable and expected changes, um, such as motherhood, which is one of the biggest ones. Um, I wanted to be a mother. I longed to be a mother. I planned to be a mother and it happened pretty fast (laughs) when I decided to be a mother, um, which was a blessing, but it also made, um, a huge impact on me and who, who I was. And I remember that time very vividly as it was life altering, but not in the way that I thought it would be. Um, I think we have these preconceived notions about becoming parents and every person has their own experience with that. And mine was obviously unique to me and probably shared a lot of um, similarities to other people, but it was not what I envisioned it to be. And then there were other things like career. Um, A major one was moving to this country at the age of 20 by myself. I always say, (laughs) It sounds like some sort of like makeshift anecdote or over-dramatized, but I packed one suitcase, a journal, and a pen, and letters and postcards from old friends who said goodbye to me that night before I left. And I left everything behind. And the day I landed in New York and basically started a new life, I think was one of the first times that I went through a major life-changing experience and rediscovered and reinvented myself completely. So I'll go back to that moment for a little bit and then I'll talk about my current situation. Um, I finished high school at 18 joined the Israeli army as is, <clears throat> it is, it is um, a mandatory service for two years. And within two weeks after my release from service, I already had a ticket in hand to move to New York. Now, moving to New York was not my first option. There was this brief moment where I was supposed to end up in China. 
And that's a story on its own. And probably my life would have been completely different and I would probably be quite a different person. But New York was calling my name for a long time. And it worked out. So I got to go to New York. And I lived in the suburb up in Westchester for the first year of my life here. And as soon as I was done with that part of my life, I packed an old suburban car that was falling apart and drove to Brooklyn and reinvented myself one more time within two years. And a lot of people say that people cannot and do not change. And I obviously disagree with that because I've changed many times over, dramatically, um, to say the least. And I feel like I'm constantly evolving, changing, reshaping, and learning from life experiences. Many of them at this point in my life are not things that I've pursued or consciously wanted to experience. But when they did come and with all that they brought with them, good and bad, I've managed to breathe through them and take the most out of them because otherwise I would have fallen apart. And sometimes I have absolutely fallen apart, but I picked myself up with the help of other people, with the help of a therapist, with the help of friends and family and support and my children, which goes back to motherhood was not what I expected. And the way my life changed was not just by finding my new identity and rediscovering myself as a mother and having to take care of children and help shape them and their character and their life and their wants and their needs and giving them what they need. But one of the biggest things that happened to me as a mother and especially today as they're getting older is that they have shaped me, they have helped me, they have held my hands, and they've been the biggest gift I've ever gotten. I wanted to talk a little bit about identity. If you Google the word identity, and there's different things that come up, one of the common Um, thread says that identities simply defined defined as the characteristics determining who or what a person or thing is. Elements or characteristics of identity would include race, ethnicity, gender, age, sexual orientation, physical attributes, personality, political affiliations, religious beliefs, professional identities. I will add all the social aspect to that and obviously um, relationships. And it says 
in a blog that I read the other day by um, a lovely guy called Tom Stevenson. He said something that I really connected with. He said, when you realize that the limits and expectations you place on yourself are arbitrary, then you free yourself to experiment, to experiment and figure out what you want to do in your own time. And I'll take it a step further and say, it takes 60 days to form a habit and reinvent yourself in things that you focus on. 66 days. We have 365 days a year. And a friend of mine always asks his students in college, you have 365 days a year. You choose what to do with your time, that awake time of 10, 12, 16 hours days in a year. What do you do with it? What do you choose to do? And who are you while doing that? And it brings me back to what is my identity? I've been for many years now identified as a woman, a straight woman, an immigrant, Jewish, Israeli, it's a big one apparently, a, a loyal friend, an outspoken and um, sh straight shooter woman, <laughs> um, someone who is loud and opinionated, a little bit intense, nurturing, kind, empathic, and some bad things I'm sure that other people said. Um, but I didn't really look at those attributes as my identity. I saw myself as a mother and for many years I saw myself as a wife and a partner and a co-parent and a career woman and sometimes an artist and I always found myself seeking a purpose and it keeps shaping and reshaping and changing over time that purpose it has one common thread which is always to make an impact on somebody in a good way and to contribute back to humanity in however way it takes and happens and available to me. I don't always succeed. And sometimes I put so much pressure on myself that I feel that I fail in living this life fully to this purpose. These days I'm learning that I have to come to terms with another change in my title, in my available time, in more space, and in things that I 
fear the most, which is being alone in a house without anybody for 50% of my time. And though I have been prepared for this for a long time, and in a way living this way for a long time, the reality of it settling and the experience of it is something that is very hard to grasp. And a dear friend of mine said to me, you should be happy. You're going to have a lot more free time. And I freaked out because I don't know what to do with that time. And the funny thing is, I always knew what to do with my time. So I sat with myself the other day and thought, because that's something I do a lot, what I want to be defined as for myself. What are the passions that I want to seek and pursue that I might have never done because of time or lack of? What do I want to experience? Where do I want to go? How can I focus on things that I say that I want to do for others? And what is it that I'm scared of in the world reinventing myself at this point of my life. Because at the end of the day, I've done it so many times. And at the end of the day, I was happy with how far I've come. So I think that there's a few parts to this. One is fear of losing yourself, fear of not knowing who you are anymore without those titles. It's like when you have a job for many years and say you're an executive and you've reached that goal in your life and your whole life was that title, that experience, that statue, that respect and honor and your career was your life and one day it's taken away from you. Many people who lost jobs felt that they lost their identity as a human being completely, even though they held on to so many other things that defined them. And so many people who love them and still see them for who they are, regardless of the title that they hold. One of the leading causes of suicide is that feeling of loss of identity after divorce, after separations, after losing a job, after losing a child. It's a sense of belonging that is ripped underneath you and you don't feel like you have anything to hold on to, anything to connect you to this moment, this earth, this purpose, this life. 
And it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking reality that settles in that you've identified yourself as one thing and that one thing is no longer there so you don't feel like you exist. But one of the things that I started doing going into that mindset of who am I? What am I? What am I going to be? Is exactly that. Is to focus on all of the things that I am and all the things that I want to be defined by and all the things that other define me by and reminding myself that I'm not just one singular thing. I'm a human being. I'm a woman. I'm a friend. I'm a creator. I'm a boss. I'm a colleague, I'm a worker, I'm a mother, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, and I have so much in me to offer to myself and others, and it, that is not going to go away because life has changed, because titles have changed, because some of my living experiences have changed, because relationships have changed. None of it makes me less than, and none of it erases who I am, because they cannot be the only things that define me. So when we go through this shift in identities that are not always of our own doing and our own interest, and maybe they're forced upon us, maybe we've created it, maybe we initiated it, and then the reality sets in and we have to handle it. We have to remember that there's nothing wrong with that and that Nothing takes away who we are. And nothing is that extreme that it can just eradicate ourselves from ourself or our importance. And by remembering that and knowing that we can and should and probably always seek to evolve and reinvent ourselves in a way that we become a better version of ourselves. First off, for ourselves, and then in turn to others around us. And that it's possible, and that there's nothing that can stop us, and there's no boundaries to that, and there are no limitations. When we realize that, as Tom said, that it's all arbitrary, we can go out there and truly experiment with things that we always wanted to do or be or thrive for. My daughter said to me today, when I said to her that I'm going to talk about this subject, she said, is that like an older person thing? 
<laughs> and I started laughing because sometimes these little wisdoms, pearls of wisdom come out of their mouth. And I said, I don't think it's an older person thing. I think it's harder as you get older because you kind of set in your ways and you're comfortable. But I don't think it's an older person thing. And I asked her, what is it that you've never done and you wanted to do and you're so scared of doing? And she said, I really want to ski, but I've never done it and I'm probably going to be freaked out. And I said, then just do it. And she looked at me and said, uh, I was like, what's going to happen? Worst case scenario, you fall and you get up and you fall and you get up and you fall and you get up. And then one time you're just going to continue and you're not going to fall and you're going to enjoy it. And then you're going to fall again. And guess what? You're going to get up because it's good, because it's fun, because you enjoy it. And there could be this situation where you don't like it at all. But you've tried it. So now you've experimented with one thing and you can try another. What else do you want to do? She's like, I went on a roller coaster for the first time this past summer. And it was so cool. But I'll never do that again. <laughs> and I said, but you did it. And you were scared. And you didn't think you can. Now that doesn't identify you. It doesn't make you one thing or another. But it does show that you have resilience and curiosity and the ability to go for things that you want to try and then make a decision whether they're for you or not. And that is a huge part of who you are and that's part of your character and that, that identifies you. And sometimes I give them advice and I don't listen to it myself. And sometimes I say things here that I think and I don't always implement them. So one of the things that I am focusing on in my new revived identity is to listen. First and foremost, to listen to my own gut feelings, to listen to my own red flags to be attuned to the things that I want to achieve to the type of people I want to be surrounded by to the relationships that I seek to setting boundaries that I've never set before and be comfortable with them to letting people go to be able to fail and not be hard on myself. To focus on things without obsessing over them. To think but not overthink every single thing. To take risks. And I started taking them. Just take risks, take life as it comes. And last minute invitations and spontaneity and, and adventures and things that I usually triple think with myself of whether I should and why I shouldn't and it doesn't mean that I'm not risk averse but it also means that I get to experience probably a lot more than I have before and to trust myself 
and to trust my instincts to the point of not fighting them constantly and to follow my heart and to open my heart and to not pull put all those walls up because I'm so scared of getting hurt because without getting hurt I'll never be able to feel deeply again so these rediscoveries and reinventing myself doesn't have to be something completely drastic I'm not gonna turn blonde I've done that already a couple of years ago it's not for me I wish it was I kind of like it and um, I'm probably not gonna be a model ever <laughs> and I'm not gonna lose those extra 40 pounds or whatever it is that I feel like doing but it's okay it doesn't need to be drastic I can do whatever I want, I can let go of whatever I want, and I can love whatever I see. And that's the focus that I'm going to have in this new chapter of my life. And that will be my identity until something else happens, and that becomes my new identity. And until then, I'm going to keep doing these podcasts until nobody wants to listen to them again. So with that said... I'm Doreen. This is my podcast, Door Door NYC. Please subscribe, share, and rate. Um, if you like it, you can DM me on Instagram, Door Door NYC. Any subject you might want to hear. If you want to be a guest, I'm opening myself up to that new experience. And I wish you a beautiful day, week, month, year. And don't be scared to reinvent yourself. And if you have experienced some sort of life-altering experiences that you want to share, please send them to me. I love reading your stories and I love when we connect on those subjects. And thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting. <laughs>